0: Welcome to a new episode of the Queen's Pitch Podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Kara. And tonight we have an exciting sort of combo in that we're doing a Double League's Cup review. We're going to first talk about some of the news that's happened over the past week since it's been kind of hot. So the one of the first things that we've had is the update that Andre Shinishiki has made a move to... Azerbaijan in the West Asia kind of surprising but also yay he's off of our roster Bridget do you have any thoughts you want to add
1: Um, I just think it's great that he's gone for purposes of leaving space on the roster that we can move on also it's a good just it's good to wash our hands of this situation with the two S's as I like to say Nuno was gone now Andre's gone he legit went to a team that's fully away from us as possible but um think that this will be good for both of both parties involved we can go on with our lives he can go on with his life and we can just wash our hands of this whole mess that started this year maybe just have a clean slate and go on so that's all i'm going to say about that
0: and the rest is good news in that we had a new signing finished player yeah right so we're excited hopefully we'll be able to see him in maybe two to three weeks hopefully sooner but um i think by mls play hopefully he'll be here
1: yeah 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 so that's great he's going to be a little left back we got us a little left
0: back Woo!
1: and he's not quite 30. i think he's like 29 and eight months but
0: i mean we'll go with it i'm hoping it's like an upgrade on having burn and we've been pretty happy i mean burn's not perfect but again we've been pretty happy with burn out there and i think this is just one upping that hopefully so can't wait to see that in a few weeks
1: right i think yeah i think i saw some highlights of his and he can actually score too and i think that'll be great and maybe he does really well with this inverted fullback mess that we are going to have to do we're gonna to have to learn it and so maybe he can do that i think he played for like the same team that Oops. um fooch played for at one point so i think um Fuoch is doing a good job over there getting them some people
0: yeah i think our newest signings do have some connections to our current Uh, Roster. And so we know there's like a small, unconfirmed, unverified team rumor that Joseph Mora is gone. However, again, the team has not put out a statement. So we can only say, well, we didn't see him play uh, against Cruz Azul. So it's looking murky. Um, But, you know, wish him well, even if that is the case. If not, kind of worried about the man, so.
1: There were some reports last week, which you and I have talked about this a couple of times anyway. We've seen Moores on his way out. Like, we could just see it in the writing. That's just our intuitions. But he was on the bench for Cruz Azul, and, I don't know, he was on the week before. I heard reports that he was going to be gone definitely by Friday. By Friday, the team was going to make an announcement. But it didn't happen and the team didn't make an announcement. So it's kind of like, what if the team isn't ready to say goodbye or whatever, but now it's all out in the news and everybody's been talking about it. So now their hands are forced, like it's going to happen sooner or later. Like that just can't be good for the players mentality. Like as far as I just, I just hate when that happens, because it happened with Jordy Reina too. Remember it came out that he was going to be gone and it was still another three to four weeks and he was still practicing with the team. But we all knew that he was going to be gone per report. It's just, I just don't like that side of it.
0: What I think is happening to this is that, you know, the transfer window rule is to bring players in. It's not to have players leave. So Joseph Mora could, they could let go of him at any point. Or also, like, he could get signed somewhere that doesn't have the same transfer window rules like MLS right now so he could be working on a contract hopefully he finds a better situation if that is the case because I think that's also why it took a while for Jordi Reyna to take uh, a different team and he went pretty far too so you know I just think it was finding a better spot for the player and I think that's probably why maybe some of it hasn't been said yet is because you know he could they could put that statement out anytime. There's no window of you have to do this now.
1: Either way, it's sad for him to have to go there and practice knowing that.
0: After this recording, we did receive the news that Joseph Mora had been declined for the Charlotte FC continuing team roster. All right, so I think that's all the news for now. Let you want to talk about Cruz Azul? Okay,
1: Kara, Let's do a little recap recap of the Cruz Azul, just so we know what we have in store for us for this Houston game.
0: So we had a nail biting finish to the Azul match so where we went zero to zero tied pretty evenly matched and then had to go into a phenomenal round of PKs that also we don't want to repeat again, but are happy the way it ended up in our favor.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, pretty crazy. Anyway, it was a tie. It was one of those ties that was a win. And we're just going to be tie FC from now on because we can handle these ties like nobody's business.
0: If they continue our rule of, all right, let's go into PKs. We do tend to have a little bit better odds instead of extra time, extra time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, And we're undefeated against international play now too. So it was a it was a crazy game. I'll not lie. Uh, most of the game, I was not happy with life, watching that team. Our team was struggle busting it. But we did somehow keep them from scoring on us and we made it to the pk shootout and it was um it was a blessing in disguise i guess it was a it was a hot mess
0: so since we have a you know positive result shall we say let's go ahead and do our wraths first and get that out of the way so that we can end on a positive note and hopefully channel that into this match later today
1: yeah let's do it my wrath which i just said was a hot mess It was just a team all together. Last week, we gave them praise for their chemistry, and woo, they did something amazing together. This week, they did not know what was up, what was down, what was sideways, what was backwards, what was forwards. It was a hot mess. I I mean, they did, granted, they did what they had to do, but they could not get it together. And I don't know if it was the heat. I want to blame it on the heat, blame it on the rain. We can't because it didn't rain but it was hot and it was like 100 degrees and we don't do well in texas either so maybe that was it i don't know or maybe they're tired what do you think
0: so i think one of the things that went against us is one it's a road match for us we could have had a home match but of course our stadium is unavailable so charlotte fc fans could not really travel down to dallas in a 102 degree heat And the Cruz Azul fans are much closer and they had a much bigger audience for this match. So it acted a little more home gamey for their fans. I would say it was still pretty neutral at times, but I think they had the advantage with the 12th man on that. I also think you're right. I think there was lack of missing chemistry, but I also think the tactics... Were different in in the last two matches so the last match we had a clear goal pretty early and so we had our momentum going forward it was a little more fun the guys were able to play with a little more freedom and we also had eventually we had that red card so there was no reason not to just keep pounding for. Panthers reference, sorry. But in this match, I think the point I think the strategy going into here was one, we have the leakiest defense known to man um, in MLS play. So the point was patch the hole. So we went into the match with a very clear strategy to stay defensive. And so I think that limited our offensive creativity and freedom, because we were trying to stay so tightly compact to preserve that defensive line and protect the goal and i think that plays out pretty much most of the match i think there are moments like the end of the first half where we we have a little more gaps in play i think once the subs come on around the 60th minute or 70th minute or so like right around in there there's a little bit more and you also see Cruz Azul's tactics change with them, too. They put on a different striker and who's able to be faster to get behind our back line. You know, I think there are moments where we tried, but we weren't trying very hard. We weren't trying to really open up the same way we saw. And I think that's also one of the things where we weren't making those fun creative passes because I don't think that was the point. Would have been a little more enjoyable, but I think it was on purpose. I mean, the tactics
1: work, whatever they were. Okay, so he had Milanda and Privet start again, which I absolutely love that pairing. And there was a time where Privet was all the way up. Privet was playing midfield, and he had Westwood go back, play in CDM. I think I'm just saying this in my head. That's how I felt like it was. But you could see Westwood back up and protect that line, and Privet come forward and play that midfield spot. And I kind of like that. I don't know if that was planned or how it was working out. But – I can see, I'll, I'll pay attention to it a lot now, and you can see how he moves and shifts a lot of those positions around. Sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. This game, it just, it was there, but like we, like I said, we didn't get scored on a lot. Thank goodness. So, some of them was working.
0: Yeah, and I think some of that was due to miraculous saves um, or tackles. So by the back line, so they were extremely heroic, which I think we're going to go into a little bit more in a few minutes. But I mean, ultimately, they don't score, those chances don't go in. And we, I didn't see us making particularly stupid things either. Like, I just really feel like they tried to hold it together to keep that focus, to, you know, preserve that mentality of defense and really supporting each other
1: yeah i agree so let's just go ahead and get the favors done let's wrap do this little wrapping wrap up real quick i mean obviously we know who our favors are going to probably be but um do you want to start us out
0: so my favor has to go to nathan Byrne. so i'm going to take that from you bridget this to this time (laughs) oh well okay
1: then i actually thought it was gonna be someone else but that's really cool that's fine I'll go with
0: it only because i this is one of my favorite matches that nathan Byrne has played for us and one of the reasons is very obviously his fantastic takedown of Caminado. and right before he goes on to goal it's one-on-one and burns like i will run you down <laughs> he just like speeds
1: i think he about blew his legs out i think somebody said he almost blew his quads out going, going after them and I didn't really realize this, but it was on a yellow card because Baron was playing on the yellow, so.
0: It was so impressive. It was pretty tight that he did That's what I'm saying is he did that and did it on a yellow with no foul, and Kalina managed to grab a hold of it with that second runner still coming too.
1: He did a really good job. It was one point, as because I when I watch it at home, I stand really close to the TV and scream, you know. I'm not telling what I'm doing. And there was one point where I was watching it and everybody was in the midfield and I'm like, Oh my gosh, watch this burns little heads. gonna come right up in the middle of here and I'm gonna lose my crap, you know? And it did because he did come up, but he, he's actually doing better when he does do whatever they work on. i telling you, cause I, I feel like, like you told me to watch it. Latanzio is telling him to do this because he's legit watching the sideline doing what they're telling him to do. And he yells a lot during the game. Like, he controls a lot more of that game than I think any of us pay attention to. He's one of the the voices on the field telling people what to do. So I think I'm going to have to just, you know, recognize that he's, he's – Better than I wanted to give him credit for. <laughs> I'm not still semi- not buying that jersey until he scores. Like he's grown on me. He's grown. He's like one of them little things that just grows on you. He's doing it.
0: I feel like we've come a long way, Bridget. So there's other moments where Burn he also he gets the yellow card pretty early, but he also had another really great tackle that really saved us before his zoom down. So there were moments where he really just came through for the team. Just that's the best version of Burn. Let's keep having that. I just I love it. Despite that yellow card where he like takes takes the man out <laughs> with some arms and fingers into facials and whatever's. He like catch the guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the burn fishing pole. <laughs> he caught a man. <laughs> He wanted to hug the guy, he just wanted a hug. Oh, it was it was immensely entertaining.
1: He took that game Red Rover, Red Rover, send so and so right over. He took that to heart and like clothesline dude.
0: <laughs> so now that Burn has got the top, who's your favorite?
1: Mine's gonna be surprising as this is, because I asked him last week. But mine's gonna be Christian Kalina Ovs. Um there is another one I want, but I can't not give Christian Kalina my props because I gave him a hard time last week telling him he needed to stop some stuff. And why he's not stopping stuff. And he shut me up and stopped stuff. Now, granted, I still think he needs to work on some of his stuff during the game. But he stopped what he needed to do. And he is a PK stopper. He he can stop some PKs. And so as long as he's doing that, then I'm going to ride that wave with KK too.
0: He had a great game. Undeniable that he had one of the best games of his career and one of the best games in a Charlotte FC jersey for especially PKs. I think we're all blown away by his ability to like mental down some of those balls. That takedown of Antuna is just wild because Antuna was the one earlier in the match, honestly, that should have gotten a red card for kicking at Bronico from behind. And Westwood's arguing like that should be a red card, and the guy gives him a yellow. So i think we had quite a bit of dislike again for some of the Cruz Azul players there's some spats that were happening throughout the match
1: she was trying to throw clean off like bouncing around and clean is like i'll bounce around with you let's go you're not gonna fool me
0: i think he jedi mind tricked into, <laughs> into doing that and knocking it away it was wild it was wild but so so happy for uh christian colina to have that type of a game and he also had some really great saves beforehand um During the match, so he was really instrumental then too. Got that ball that was like right on the line. That was, you know, we're all like because I didn't want it to go under his arm. He makes you
1: breathe hard sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. He came out sometimes, but
0: I think the last three games, he's he's at 100%. Bridget, like I think you know, for a while he was like 90. He was pretty good, but the last couple times, I mean, they've really he's really been working hard on uh, addressing those weaknesses and. Just being that wall.
1: He really cares about the team, and that means a lot to me. Any more favors, real quick, before we wrap this
0: up? So my second favor of this match, since we do win it, I think in this time has to go to Andrew Privet because he's young guy. You know, he's been asked to kind of do something a little wild for us during this uh, experience and against teams that are pretty physical and and you know not at all bad teams. But he's also doing it in a, you know, not normal position. He's doing it with a really shaken up back line. Who we've had that all year. But, you know, I think him and Melanda have worked really well together. And I think the experience of having Westy and uh, Burn there as well has really helped Privet do what he needs to do because he knows he's going to be supported. And they're really probably helping him make him look good in some ways because they are helping him. But also, like, he's really come through clutch. (laughs) He's had some really great moments. Like, I really, I know he got the offside call, but he's there. He's trying. What an opportunity this is for him. And he's shining in it.
1: Remember he saved that one, too, when that one, the guy was, was, like, loose. And then he decided that Privet couldn't stop him. There was no way Privet was going to stop him. But he, like, somehow, Hero kicked the ball out of the way. And you're like, Good job, Privet, like good job. And he was so cool and calm collected during that PK when more experienced players as Latinzilla used to talk about all the time. When those more experienced players couldn't get their calm their nerves under control and make it happen, you know, here's the youngins coming through. And so I mean for him to he was that kick. He knew he had to get that in and he did it and I like Privet. I like him. I told you I like him a little bit more than some other people in that middle CB spot. So I know he's inexperienced, but if he keeps on keeping on, I think that I think he could take some some people's spots. I do. And not midfield either. We don't need any more midfielders, I guess. So Latonja is like, look, I'll train you in some other spot. Let's go. Well,
0: we're certainly grateful to have him right now. And so he's a great piece to know what we have in depth. And. With him being a uh, super draft pick, you know that's that's pretty great that we had such outcome.
1: We forget that we have so many players on our team. Like because they went to the, the legacy team, so you just assume they're legacy players, but they're not. They're they're our, they're our roster. They're our guys.
0: Well, we needed young people. It just took them a little
1: bit longer to come in. Like last year, we just got our guys, and it was like bam, y'all are in here. This year, it's like. We got them and they got to work their way up. So we see
0: see the fruits of their labor. So who's your last favor?
1: I'm going to go with Melanda because you can't not say Melanda this game. Melanda steps up. He's a great guy. For him to be 22, 21, 22 years old, he is just, he's so good. 21. Okay, he's 21. And he's such a young guy and he's so composed and he did so well this game. Um, he, He has been known to make a couple errors during games that can cost us. But he was like the experience and he's, he's gaining that experience. He's holding that, that back line down. And there was a lot of times that he came through for Kalina. And if he wouldn't have come through for Kalina, then it could have been a different game too. I feel like with him and Privet on that back line, like we just have so much promise and Melanda's training Privet, which is even better.
0: I I do think Melanda is coming back into his steady, dependable role that he he is inhabited because for a while there in the spring, it was kind of he was off and you could tell he was off in some ways, not just because they had wild rotation around him, but I think that was the beginning of him getting injured. Like, I just think something was not quite going right. And then with his injury, he's, he's had a break. He's had some time. So he's, he's back. And with him coming back from injury, I keep thinking that You know, we're still watching him to see if he needs less minutes, but it looks like they waited until he really can be there for this full 90. And that's why he's done the last two games, at least. And he's had phenomenal games. It's so nice to see him finally getting that steady role that he has, he's been there before and that we love him in.
1: Overall, our back line did wonderful in that game. If that line could just... Do that every game, and then our midfield come together, and then our striker be um, Carol and Enzo do some defensive doing whatever Enzo can do. <laughs> Maybe we can beat Messi. Who knows? Anyway, we got this game coming up with Houston, so let's just hope that we can pull this off tonight. Let's just pray.
0: Yeah, and that's not to say that any you know anyone else on the pitch for Cruz Azul did poorly. You know, I thought Lindsay had some great moments. Each of them really did. But I really felt like the defense shined, and that's what we tried to focus on this time. And you know they don't get love sometimes, but I really feel like they put it in, and you you saw that. That's where you really saw a lot of the effort going to.
1: Maybe they're stepping it up because I know I know years on his way,
0: and hopefully we'll see some more offensive fun come into the Houston match. Peace
1: out.